0: Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you. We've got Fire Tiger coming on. They've done some great things out there, and I believe they're going to do some great things in the future. So we're looking forward to hearing parts of their story and just talk about some music and see where this goes. So are all y'all here? <laughs> yes, we are. Hey, thanks <laughs> hey. for having us. Hey. It is our it is our pleasure, and, and it's too bad that the video didn't work out last week. Because I'll be honest, I thought it was going really good, and then all of a sudden.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, y'all know, I like. Nice I, to <laughs> <laughs> so as y'all know, I always like to start out the show this year the same way, and I'll start out again. Um, how has COVID affected y'all, and what are you doing to maneuver through that?
2: I guess I'll answer first and then James and then Tyler and then Jordan. Um, So we've just been quarantining and getting a lot of music done, a lot of music videos. So that's the positive side. We get to kind of focus on um, the business aspect and Mm
1: -hmm.
2: uh, getting our stuff out there through uh, social media. But um, it it has been sad that we can't, you know, play the uh, music live at, our favorite venue and, um, so that's, that's the downside, but there's a lot of positives. So, uh, yeah. Uh, James.
3: Yeah, basically the same. I just, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we're all in this together. So, um,
2: hashtag alone together. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. Okay. Tyler, you could answer next.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, pretty much the same. You know, it's just been like, you know, having to chill out, just work on mm-hmm. work on the content. We still, I know we still, we still got some more music videos coming everybody's way and, you know, just doing the best we can, you know, waiting it out. Hopefully soon, obviously, we'll be able to actually play some of these songs off the record because I know we're really excited about how they came out and, you know, want to see how they go over live, so... Mm-hmm.
0: Is there another person? Yeah, we represent everybody. Uh,
5: Jordan over here. Um, yeah, it's been pretty fun to focus on our music videos and stuff because rather than you know just picking and choosing, we just went all out this time, and uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty exciting. And it's somewhat supplemental with regards to being able to do gigs, just so <laughs> we can have that connection with
0: uh, people who like our stuff and everything. I love that. You know, that's just like um, with us. You know, we launched January 3rd of this year, and original plan was 100 interviews first year, but COVID happened. And I told Sandy, now, this could be our year to shine because everybody is slowed down. So because everybody's slowed down, we should be able to book more people. And because of that, you are now like two hundred and eighty seventh <laughs> interview. Hey.
4: Okay.
1: <What's> <clears throat> so as you see, Not we've bad. done seven since do last week.
5: Oh no way!
0: Wow. <laughs> that's great. <clears throat> I think I think next week we got twelve booked. So. Wow.
2: Well, yeah, that's the great thing about quarantining. You have to just sit down and focus on other things, no time to go to any (laughs) restaurant, no restaurants, no clubs, so the only thing you can do is work.
0: (laughs) Yep. So what are some hobbies y'all like to do outside of music? Um,
2: Well, uh, I like to cook, clean, cut (laughs) my dogs, (laughs) and write a lot of songs. I write about, you know... Three songs that could be on our next album
1: every, every day.
2: So uh, that could be a problem. Too m- too many <clears> too <throat> choose But um, James, what do you like to do? He likes to play Tetris.
4: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, Classic. I guess. Uh, you know, I do. I do some. I'm do some pretty out, out. You know, usually with my hobbies. Unfortunately, those are kind of closed due to COVID. I'm actually. A lot of people do find this out about me eventually, but I used I used to spend my spare time going to Disneyland, <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, you know, just I mean, kind of kind of what every musician's having to do right now is my hobbies, you know, just kind of picking up the guitar mm-hmm. and just messing around on it, trying to compose a little bit here and there, and um, you know, just kind of I don't know, just watch movies, I don't know anything to kind of pass the time at this point, yeah. you know, till. So we can kind of get back to the day-to-day activities.
5: Oh, uh, me guys, I'm Go I, for li- it. I run. I like to uh, just stay moving. I I run hot. I always have a lot of energy, so I do a lot of skateboarding, bike biking, stuff like that. I'm telling you, it really uh, really it's fun. I get I can't get enough. But but yeah, along with those, these guys, we're. I think we're all just like composing pretty much nonstop when we're sitting around. I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, I like to I like to stay moving a lot. You, you
0: know, you you know, you're talking about the skateboarding. Like I told you last week, um, I was one of them people that was skate. I did a little skateboarding, but mostly the biking, the freestyle, flat land, and also ramp back in the day. I'd be afraid to do it now. I mean I, I can see it now. I catch some air over over a half pipe and I'll come down right on my elbow or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I know
5: what you mean. My my style's a little different now too. I don't want to I don't want to tape my wrist up or something, you know.
0: That would not be fun.
5: That would be don't fun. know if
0: it don't know if it's gonna happen, but I've even pitched um, Tony Hawk and people like that to try to come on. So hopefully um, – and and <clears throat> one of the guys that that I pitched to recently, um, they said maybe next year for this one because he's on a show right now and they're seeing if it's going to get picked up for a third season. But uh, a guy named Matt Hoffman, who used to be one of the big bikers back in my day.
5: Legend. and.
0: And so it would be really cool if we get him on because, you know, him or Tony Hawk or any of those legends within that skateboarding slash bicycle arena. Awesome. Yeah, those guys are like
5: superheroes back in the day. Yep. <laughs>
4: Tony, Tony Hawk now, Underground was my, my game. So, oh, wow.
5: Uh, Such a good soundtrack, too. Yeah, <laughs> All the soundtracks for those games were crazy. I got a
1: dumbest <laughs> fan. Mm-hmm.
5: They had like sex pistols, they had A C D C on there. I was like nine
0: uh, bumpy them. <clears throat> now, as y'all know, um the you know, a lot of people they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Carrie, of a Miranda and the top artists out there. But they don't see the the, the grind, the sacrifice The tears, the struggles that it takes Not just to get to their level But even a career level And I always want to talk about that on our show Because I think it's so important I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us there But back in 2014 We interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls And at that time they were full time with music And I'll never forget When I asked Allison what advice she'd given an Up and coming artist. Her answer, she said this is going to sound funny Coming from someone full time But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside. If you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. Because the moment you want it to be a career, everybody owns a piece of you from that point on. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to you know, to holidays. But when you're in the grind mode, you can't do none of that. I mean, you can't say no to a gig, and you definitely can't be an artist that um, <coughs> that cancels a gig once you have it. And then on top of that, your family has to sacrifice because so many times where you have to, they have to let you go. You know, they know they're not going to get to spend much time with you. But but then she added, but if your heart will not allow you to do it, if you can't see yourself doing anything else, then go all in because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about the sacrifice side. You know, we totally. got to be living-
5: You got to be willing to be uncomfortable and do stuff you don't
3: want
1: to do
5: sometimes. Yeah. Um, It's a hard business. It really, it really is.
2: Yeah, your family are the ones least likely to think you're great. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) The last ones to promote you. The last ones to actually like my sisters. They're like (laughs) the only ones. Not the only ones. Obviously, millions of people don't know about us. But, um, like, you would think they're my sister. They don't know mm-hmm. any of my lyrics, but, like, my extended family does. So, like, my cousin's cousins, you know? No. But not, like, <laughs> the immediate family. Like, the ones that you sit at dinner time with, like, they're horrendous, horrendous, just awful people. <laughs> but, um no, I love them, but <laughs> that, that kind of sucks. You know, you're having dinner with them, and, like, they don't know any of your
0: music. It's sad, but... Um, <laughs>
2: Well, and you know, bad, speaking
0: yeah. of and you know, speaking of that, you know, there's that old saying that that your close friends and relatives almost never support you until strangers until strangers celebrate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yes. Well, even you? when even when strangers celebrate you, you're, you're
0: never a thought <laughs> to your, your family and friends. Never. And, and you know part, part of that could be that that, that um if all these people are starting to celebrate you. Then they have to admit they were wrong. You know, <laughs> only
2: when you start making millions of dollars and then they're like, "Oh, I always loved you. Could you buy me a house?"
5: <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not buy you. So a house. we here. So we hear We don't know that from <laughs> criteria, but so we here. I've
4: I've been very fortunate uh, in my case because I come from a family of musicians. My dad's been a musician since yeah. like the seventies. Um, my mom was a part of the Hollywood scene in the 80s as a modern jazz dancer. And then I just, I oh, wow. happen to come from, I happen to come from a family on both sides, actually, that are musicians, my grandfather on my mom's side, blah, blah, blah. So uh, for me, when it comes to the sacrifice, I guess I've been a little bit more fortunate, you know, in terms yeah. of having the support and all that. However, it, it's oh, you're totally right when you talk about, you know, the so-called friends and supporters and stuff. It's just one of those things where you're just you're constantly pushing and promoting, and you're like, please, please, you know, if you, you know, you, you got to see kind of what I'm up to, and you know, and, and then of course they want it reciprocated, and you're just like, well, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it because you're, you're you're not being very supportive either, you know. It's just one it, of those it, things where you're just like, oh,
0: <laughs> you know, there, there there's that, um, and everybody, every successful person I personally know. Has said there's these phases and I'm, that that people go through that you know and it's and it's usually first they tell you it won't work, then they tell you you can't do it. Well, first it's you can't do it. Then as you start to try to do it, they tell you it won't work. Then when it starts to work, they say okay it won't last. And then as you prove that it's lasting, the final phases are telling everybody I always knew he'd make it, or she'd make it. <laughs> Yeah,
1: right.
0: right. <laughs> and it's weird, and it, it, you know, it should be just the opposite. It should be that your family should be the ones to say yes. Go, you know, I don't care. You know, I never want to be that person, and I hope I'm not to anybody. But I never want to be that person that doesn't. Even if even if someone comes to me with a dream, and I and let's say I don't think they can make it. I don't want to be the person that takes that from them cuz what if I'm wrong? What you know, yeah. I would rather just say, you know what? Hey, if you think you can do it, go for it. I'm behind you. That's that's all they got to say. Yeah. You
5: you got to cut you got to cut the immediate family some slack though because uh, mm-hmm. they, you know, my family heard me suck when I was a kid, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just, they're happy for me, but you know, they they definitely heard the practicing. <laughs>
1: for for me for
5: me I think it was for me I don't think
4: it was a lack of support in terms yeah. of the craft that I was doing I think mm-hmm. um, like my father used to tell me when I was a young teenager and I was in my first dance he used to just talk about the finances of it and he'd talk about how well you know keep doing what you're doing I love what you're doing but when it comes to you actually making a career out of this just keep in mind there's this there's that and you know, he brings up the mm-hmm. whole you know Trying to actually make a living. The logical bit, which side, which I of always it. understood. Yeah, which I always understood, but <clears throat> I, I will admit that at the time, being a young teenager, it was kind of a bit discouraging to hear that because nobody and, wants to hear once they've chosen yeah. their career that when it comes and, and to you, the money or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and, and you know, I think is. a lot of times too, parents, something that they don't understand when it comes to music that y'all would understand is, yeah, you got your Blake Sheltons out there, so that they, they see the super, super rich people like Blake Shelton. Then they see the brother-in-law who's tried to do this for years and who's never made it. They don't realize a lot of times that there's many levels to music. There are people they will never hear of who make 100000 a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: <clears throat> so there's a lot of levels between super broke and super rich. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a good point. Yeah, we're somewhere in between there. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and I think that if, if people saw the middle ground of it, they might think a little different. But let's face it. Your media out there is not going to show the middle ground. They're either going to show the broke people… Or the Blake Sheltons. They're not gonna show the in between. So, yeah,
2: it's always the it's always a middle class that is struggling to you know today even
0: with, without yeah. music. Just the middle That's class true.
2: is always being chat on.
0: <clears throat> so now that we talk right, about maybe, the struggle side uh, yeah, go ahead.
5: Oh, I was gonna say we could probably go go bus, uh, down on the corner and, and get by, but yeah, yeah. Is a, is, it's really hard to sit right there in the middle And, and make a living, no kidding
0: Yeah, been there, done that <laughs> And and you know, everybody has a different path in music And, and you know, some people They're not going to be the big artists they want to be But you know what, they might Can help teach somebody And train and coach and all that You know, you know so there are still ways For people to stay in music To try to exactly. keep that dream alive yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and I respect anybody that 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 does that. You know, again, you know, this year, and and talk about the struggle side. You know, you know, because I, you know, a lot of people they don't have a plan B, and that's to me in music you kind of can't have plan B, because your plan B always becomes plan A. But this year, people, I think this year is going to cause a lot of people to look at their life, look at their artistry, and say, Do I really, really want this? because this year is causing people to really wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. There's Boy, so many. Bands. There's,
5: there's, we'll... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say musical instrument sales are going through the roof right now. So I think a lot of people are hold up practicing a lot of people are gonna come out and just be sick in a couple months. That's what
2: we need. <laughs> we need millions of more bands, millions of more artists. You know, like there's this like, <laughs> have you ever did a Google search of like any name that you could think of? Go to like mm-hmm. shower tablet. I'm looking at this bag right now, shower tablet band. There's going to be a band called shower tablet. There's going to be a band called broccoli. There's going to be a band called, you know, brown bean. Like, there's a band, any vegetable, any food, any any color. There's more bands than people. There's more bands be. than people. And this is a very big, this is probably our, our biggest, um, you know, rock in the road. Is is the yeah. millions, so millions, of bands out there that are there, <laughs> and, the internet caused, and the
0: internet has caused that because everybody can be known now.
2: Exactly. So if people haven't heard of us, that's why.
0: I mean, how many songs
2: are
3: uploaded <laughs> every day to YouTube or to Spotify? Spotify. I think it's thirty thousand a day.
1: Mm. Song. Wow. Yeah.
3: There's 30,000 new songs a day. I think it's forty thousand. Something like
2: that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: When people are like, why haven't we heard of you? I say, that's why. Because there's Mr. Bean and there's Mr. Green and there's Mr. Sheen and there's, you know, (laughs)
0: you
1: know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I'm glad we're talking about it because I want people who are listening to understand that even though this is a crazy career, even though it looks like you have fun on stage, it's not all glory. There's, there's so much that, that goes behind the scenes. There's so much to even get noticed nowadays within the music world. And I want people to understand what y'all go through. Now that we talked about the struggle side, the sacrifice side, the hardcore side, let's talk about where that leads. Um, t- talk about a few moments where you, when you, y'all look back on your career so far, and you're like, wow, we got to do that, or wow, that happened.
2: Um, like a big highlight in our career.
0: Yeah, one a, one or two highlights.
2: I would say um, a big honor was that Red Redfoo of LMFAO he remixed our song So Many Fishes. Oh wow! And he he was performing that um before the COVID took over um, mm-hmm. at a few of his shows. It went over really well, and we were and we we hope that that continues. Um, we haven't really spoken to him for a while now, but we hope that we can get that remix out there and mm-hmm. help the publicity of so many fishes. That would be awesome. And, um, yeah, I guess that would be a highlight. And what else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say oh, I, we went to Canada,
5: times that we traveled Festival and, you know, then. we are really... Really nicely received when when we went up to Canada. You know, people liked our stuff. They were seemed like they were fans. Sure. You know, and it was a real honor to travel somewhere that was pretty far away and and feel like uh, you were. We had that connection with people over there. Yeah, that, that affected me. I think about that quite a bit. Oh well,
2: wow. was a lot of fun. They picked us out of um, what he said, um, twelve hundred bands. So, that wow. was an honor, you know, because they were all honor. really good bands over Lover there. Boy well. We opened for Loverboy over there. They were really nice to us backstage. Um, yeah, that was really great. And
3: uh,
4: I, I agree.
1: Yeah, Canada we was definitely. The first song of the we highlight.
3: ever put out. Um, the first song we put out called "Energy," uh, kind of our signature song. We, you know, we play it at the end of every show. Um, it's got over six hundred thousand views now. Um but oh, wow. it took years it took years for that to kind of uh accumulate you know when it yeah. first came the first year came out it only had you know but we,
2: but we didn't years. spend one dollar on marketing that song <laughs> that's
3: the way to, that's the way they're doing it
2: right
6: <laughs>
2: I didn't have to recycle one can to make that song
0: happen it really oh, cool. is great. I love that. <clears throat> we're we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to play your song "So Many Fishes" and talk about that. How's that? Sound? Cool. Awesome.
6: Okay.
0: All right, hang on, hang on the line, y'all.
6: Hey, everyone! We have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. dot com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast
0: Song, y'all. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Hey. So, tell us how that song came to be. The story behind it.
1: Okay, so
2: this song started as a um, Michael McDonald impersonation while I was in the shower, and hear uh, mm. Michael McDonald um, impersonation. So so, James came home and uh, I said, "Hey, ha- have you heard that new Michael McDonald song on the radio?" And I sang it to him. He was like, "Wow, that's like his best song ever." And I was like, "I'm kidding. That's my, that's my song." Because I know if, sometimes if I tell James, yeah, I have a new song idea," he's like, "Just stop. Just stop. I can't hear anymore." Because I really give him too many. <laughs> and so I thought like maybe if I approached him like, you know, as Michael McDonald. That he's he's like sure. you think that it's good, you know, like it's not coming from me, it's coming from him. So he's like, Wow, that's a great song. So I was like, I'm kidding, it's my song. What do you think that, about doing it? He was like, Are you sure that it's your song? And I'm like, Yeah And so then we um so then we did it.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Um now, as you all know, a lot of people, they see the artists or the band, but they don't see the team behind them that makes everything work, from the PR people to producers to managers or any of that. And I always like to talk about that side because I don't think they don't, they don't get enough love. And I don't care if, if an artist has a, as, as a team of one or a team of 300, like Justin Bieber says he has. It don't matter. A team is a team. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take a few minutes yeah. just to tell us about the team that helps y'all be who you are, that would be awesome.
2: The team is on the phone right now. They are <laughs> the best team one could one company could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that though.
1: Are part of... How are you team? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're being uh, we're, yep. we're we're ter- very teeny right now.
0: <laughs> and I yeah, love it. that cause some sometimes you gotta do, you know sometimes you gotta take your artistry into your own hands as, as until you grow to a point where you can't handle it no more,
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can handle anything right
3: now <laughs> well we do have yeah we do have to function kind of as as a record company as well as mm. as a band I and mean, we've to do our own yeah. promotions, we don't have a manager um. And, um, yeah, I mean, unless we, we get, like, we an offer from a major label, I think that we're we're going to stay that way until, you know.
0: Until it's worth it. <clears throat> yep. And yeah. don't take an yeah. offer too early. I mean, I we interviewed Joe Kelly from CDX Nashville a while back because uh, we do a State of the Music Business um, podcast where we bring executives oh. on on the business side of things. And we were talking, and he was saying that uh, he, he said – Because of the tools of today, any artist that takes a deal from a label too early just screwed themselves, even if they don't think, even if they don't know. Um, Because it should be to the point to where you build your base, you get the following, and now you control the contract.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, we're very proud of our following. Um, And, yeah, I've heard nightmares about people being shelved. And uh, we actually signed a production deal uh, a couple mm-hmm. years ago where we were shelled, but luckily we, we wow. ended up fighting and getting our publishing back and everything, and it was fine. We're friends now. But
0: <laughs> and, um, that, and that was something I, I, I didn't know until this show, to be honest with you. We've talked with so many artists, and we talk about that side of what – and, again, I'm not saying all labels do this. But some do. And and I've, ha- I've heard stories of where – where if a, a, a label has put millions of dollars into somebody and they feel like yeah. you kind of compete with that artist, they will come yeah. to you and say, look, let's, let, we, we want to sign you. And if you don't read the fine print and we don't have an attorney involved, and once you sign, then like you said, they shelf you for t- three years.
2: Happens all the time to all your favorite artists and uh, it yeah. could be a nightmare.
3: Well, it happens all the time to artists you've never heard of, really. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean,
3: but I... even, even
2: with artists that you've heard of, it happens all the time. Yeah. You just have to have lawyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened to our friend who, she sounded like Amy Winehouse. I don't want to give oh, her wow. name away. But um, I think they signed her. It's a major label, too. They signed mm. her because um, Amy Winehouse was big, and they just wanted to take her and shelve her mm. so that she wouldn't be in competition to her. And, uh, yeah, now she's signed to another major label in a band, and she's doing well. But um, wow. that was scary, a, scary, a few years <laughs> of her life.
0: And that's crazy because, you know, you're, as an artist, you're like, oh, my God, I'm getting signed. And then all of a sudden now you can't do the one thing that drives you. Music. I
2: know. It is crazy, which scared us from our when we were signed. It took two years of our career away. Um, they kept wow. telling us, like, write, write more songs. You know, you're going to be the Lady Gaga of the band world. You're going to be huge. You know, they showed us so much love in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like, it just got weird. We'd be there every day and we'd be arguing with their team. They wanted to, you know, cheesify the music, like, put. Fake mm-hmm. drums and they were really like like we want 80s, but you know cheesy, 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 and it was just really bad. And um, wow. yeah, just it was very. Um, they didn't want to listen to us, and uh, they would disappear, and things got really shady, really, really shady.
0: Um, so yeah. And I'm glad this is coming out. I'll be honest. I'm glad this is because. You know, we try to have our show raw. We try to talk about things that other shows won't talk about. But, you know, I think it's so important that when artists are listening to some of these podcasts that they really think about some of these different issues that can come up. You know, yeah, the dollar signs look good. All of a sudden you're going to be signed with this label. Well, you need to read the fine print. You need to have an attorney. You know, You need all that so that you don't get taken advantage of. And not just an
2: attorney, one of the best attorneys in the business because, you know, yeah. it could get ugly. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, we did that for two years,
2: and then we were like, okay, unless it's like, you know, they put down millions of dollars
0: up front, you know, we're not going <laughs> to do anything. So it's either high yeah. or
2: nothing
1: at
0: all. I love so. that. At least you all have got the vision you want and all that. And as you all know, um, we talked about the team, and Sandy and I kind of got a third party to a to our co-host too Our little 8 year old That we always have Come on and ask One question to each artist And each guest um, So Sandy's going to Get him on real quick and, and you haven't really Been hearing from Sandy Because we are like You know what There's so many people On Sandy's like I'll just be quiet On this one <laughs> uh-huh. But but she's getting <clears throat> Him and we got A 20 month old That when she gets older will be plugging her Into the show too Because we are A family affair show <laughs> <laughs> that's what what that's
5: good.
0: Exactly. What, what are
3: their names again? I'm sorry.
0: Well, his his will be Christopher when he comes on.
3: For Christopher. Hey,
6: that's my middle yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, I've got Christopher here. He's ready with his question for everyone. Here he is. Hi, uh, hi, hi. What's your favorite food? Ooh. Our favorite food?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, mine is. Uh, I like curry, <laughs> potato curry with onions, a lot of onions. You have to caramelize them. That's the trick.
3: Well, um, I like pineapple. <laughs> pineapple is my favorite What
5: about <laughs> you guys? See, for me, look- it's going to be a tie between... Pizza, French toast, <laughs> mangoes, mm. and uh, and blueberry pie.
4: <laughs> I'm not too far off from Jordan. I'm 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 all about pizza. I love watermelon. Uh, I'm just I'm not too picky in general. So I yeah, mean, you just I'll give laugh. me food and I'll I'll eat it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours,
4: little Chris?
1: Pizza. There you nice. go. Uh, what kind,
3: buddy? <laughs> Pepperoni. Nice.
1: Oh yeah. Good choice. Pepperoni.
3: Do you, do you like mushrooms? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah,
5: any like toppings
3: for me. I'll take it. What's your favorite pizza place?
5: Uh, Little Caesars.
1: Oh, Little nice.
5: Caesars. <laughs> oh, wow. They can do, do a good time over
0: there nowadays, especially. Yeah. Well, All right, and so Sandy, like, we'll I, Sa- Sa- Sandy and I like them because they got the five dollar carryout. So you just pull in and five bucks and you yeah. get a pizza. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like yeah. It over here too.
1: That's
0: what's up. <laughs> 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 yeah, he he already left, but he you know he loves this part of the show cause, in fact, there's sometimes where our artist has to leave early. And he gets upset, but that's not often. Usually, we get him in. (laughs) Nice.
5: We're we're glad we got to 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 get into the digging on our favorite food.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) so if y'all could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to write about? If if we
3: could, I'm sorry. Ask that question again.
2: If you could co-write with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be?
3: Oh, well, I I I would say Morrissey um, for his lyrics. Oh,
1: wow.
3: I'd I'd really like to to work with. He's my favorite lyricist. lyricist yeah. yeah, I like all sorts of music. I mean, he's not exactly <laughs> what, what what our sound is, but um The yeah.
2: lyrics. Yeah, I
3: love I love his lyrics.
5: I would say for uh-huh.
2: me. It's, oh, go ahead. Oh, No, go ahead. I don't know yet.
5: <laughs> It'd be a big tie between like traveling Willberries because that checks a lot of boxes. Um, the Beatles, uh, Guns and Roses, like holed up in their little practice space jam, and would have been like so cool. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely Van Halen, just to be a fly on the wall oh, at Sunset be '78.
4: <laughs> for me, for me, it's actually an interesting mix. I think in terms of today. And somebody that's mm. still alive, somebody who I think is brilliant is uh, Alex Gascart from All Time Low, the pop yeah. punk band. They're just so brilliant with their lyrics. I mean, I just, mm. I, sometimes I listen to them and I go, how did they come up with that? But he'd be <laughs> one of today. And then probably my personal hero, Paul Stanley from Kiss, just because oh, it's just, cool. it's just, it's, they're just one of those bands that are brilliant with kind of innuendos too. It's just like, uh-huh. they, they're so, they're so <clears throat> simple, but then when you really dig into them, it's like. It's kind of like they're kind of like ACDC, you know. Like you know mm-hmm. what they're talking about, but at the same time, it's just so brilliant and upfront, you know. It's just, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be mine.
2: Um,
4: right.
2: I don't know. Maybe Paul Simon. Maybe John Lennon. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, any one of those people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to pick. Yeah, it really is. I definitely understand. that. <laughs> so yeah, um, just this,
0: anybody this past,
2: from the '60s, '70s,
0: or '80s. Oh, cool. George
5: so Martin. this
0: past, uh-huh. So so this past um, February, made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years, and I always like to tell this story. Um, before I asked the guest the exact same question Because the answer she gave us When nobody knew who she was She was just climbing the charts with her first Single But, but she wasn't like number one or anything. She was, I think 28 at the time on the charts So she was just starting to climb um, But the answer she gave us back then Is almost to the T of what she's living now This girl knew where she was going Knowing that Where do y'all want to be in five years?
1: Hmm. At the well, so
0: we'd
3: like to probably have five more albums out on a major label. Oh,
1: wow.
2: <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. Or just, you know, writing songs for other people, whatever we can mm-hmm. do to get the music out there. That's the main, main goal is getting these songs yeah. out
1: to the world.
4: Yeah. That's well,
2: awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see, I see. you know, I see some, uh, at least a couple more albums out there. I see, you know, mm-hmm. touring, you know, especially yeah. to the places where the fans haven't seen us yet, you know, mainly out of country, especially. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, same, same kind of like what Tiff was saying, you know, it would be cool to kind of collab musically, oh, cool. maybe with other artists. And, and, you know, we're, you know, also we have also our own bucket list of Uh, having artists featured on stuff with us too. So it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, I think a little bit of everything kind of dip into a little bit of everything that every major artist has had a chance to do in their career so far.
0: Yeah. So let's say that we look 10 years, 15 years down the road and y'all are a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like y'all are there. Um, if the people y'all are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind them?
2: It's all about the music and getting it out there to the world. It's not about you. It's about the songs in those people's ears to make them feel better and help their lives. That's what I would say. And um, ease up on the teasing of the hair. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> I love that. And I yeah, think I was, this question is important for people to think about because I always, you know, a lot of people they always ask, "What would you tell your past self?" I like to go to the future. What would you, what would you remind your future self? Because I think that it's important for you to re- realize what you would remind your future self, because that helps you stay grounded today.
3: Yeah remind our future self. I think I would remind my future self to starve, to sleep because that's the way <laughs> you can that's the way you can maintain your weight <laughs> it's if you starve. <laughs> yeah. I
1: Yeah.
4: I, I say continue continue to try and inspire people the way you were way you were, you know, just because it's all about yeah. getting off that stage and hoping you inspired others with not only the music but you know, with a little a little piece of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just, yeah, just continue doing what you're doing. Keep it going. Always have that same frame of mind that you had when you first started. Love that.
0: <clears throat> now, yeah. let's say that, uh, but, yeah. Go Oh, uh, I was just going to say I would just
5: remind myself it was just a lot of hard work and I couldn't have done it without my hand <laughs> or whatever, you know, especially uh-huh. we're doing what we do. It's pretty nice.
0: I love that. Yeah. All great answers. <laughs> St- stick into advice here. Uh, now let's go another direction with advice. Let's say that y'all had a friend of yours and you heard him rehearsing and they have something special. You know, they would be what Simon Cowell would say the it factor. But they've only played 40 or 50 shows so far. Um, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they but they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring, and they just know they're in the right place. And they come to y'all and say, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next few years? <laughs> <laughs> Because
2: you're going to need it. (laughs) It doesn't matter how
1: good you are.
2: It doesn't matter, you know, how great your songs are. If you don't get it to that major label who will give you a chance, that Saturday Night Live stage, um, it'll never be the big success that it needs to be if it's a good song. Um, So go out there and network, network, network. It's sad that we can't Mm -hmm. do that with coronavirus right now. But if it wasn't... Trust me, we would all be out there mingling, and I guess I think the bars are really the best way to meet people, like when they're drinking, and then you bring <laughs> over the contract when they're drunk, and then it, they have to, you know. So
0: <laughs> get them to say, you hold the pen, I'll move the paper.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you will not shelve me, and you will give me $5 million up front. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, you need to not only have, you know, the best songs out there, you also need to meet the right people to take your product yeah. where it needs to be. Yeah. So that's what I would, you know, everyone tours. All these bands tour. Everyone's on a tour. And then they come back and nothing, nothing happened. It's, like, almost like mm-hmm. a dream. And yeah. uh, so they need. you need to really work on meeting the right people – and get work on the business side. That's what I would say. Business, business, business.
0: Yeah.
2: So that's my advice.
3: My advice would be actually someone who's, who's who's got a huge audience in front of them. Who's just, you know, made it, made it to the other end. Uh, I would say like, um, do what you want, what you like. Because if you if you love what you do, then other people are going like it. Okay, so let's say they do what they like. That's great
2: and all. But then if nobody hears it, you have to you know
3: do the business. Yeah, let's say yeah. For who has an yeah, for someone who has an audience. Yeah, always stick to what you know what you what you love to do. Because if you if you yeah. don't like what you're doing, then no one else is going to like it.
4: Love yeah, I, w- I would just say, you know, stick to the formula and ingredients that um, have made you successful thus far and what's, like, kind of your personal journey. And I think if you just uh, keep following the path that you know where you're at and what it's going to take to, you know, further you, whatever needs to be done, just keep doing it that way. You know, don't don't sway, don't, uh, you know, second guess it, because then at that point, mm-hmm. it just kind of, you kind of already have lack of appreciation of what you've done so far,
0: you know? Yeah. I got nothing. You guys nailed that. <laughs> That's great. I love that. So as we come Chris, to a close, Chris, I wanted to ask you a question.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many? Uh, um, so you've got some great, uh, you know, all sorts of great interviews so far. How many? How many listeners? How many steady listeners do you have on on your show? No,
0: I mean, it, it it just varies. I mean, some artists we get thousands. Some artists we get hundreds. So you you just it varies.
3: Varies on on the guests.
0: Yeah, because right now it's not like steady. Because again, we've only been doing this for not not even eleven months yet. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, but we're getting there.
3: It's great. I was. Just, yeah.
0: Huh. But, but we're getting yes. there, and you know, and <laughs> and you know, it's funny. A, a lot of people um, who do what we do, they try to build the audience, and then they get, and then they get some of the bigger guests. We've somehow managed to do the opposite. We've gotten bigger guests that's building our audience now.
5: Well, you guys have good questions. You guys are fun to talk to. I think that's probably a big
4: part <laughs> of That's true. That's we what don't what we get did. asked this kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: and that's what – you know, when we started the show January 3rd, that was the original plan – was you know I wanted to be a conversation, a raw conversation, and and I listened to a lot of podcasts back then. I was like, okay, what's missing? Because you know how can we be different as a show? And you know now, granted, we're a husband and wife team. But, like it already makes us different because I don't know too many husband and wife team on podcasts nowadays. But I wanted more than that. I wanted okay. I wanted something to be different. And as I'm listening to the show of others, I was like, okay, your average show gives people 20 minutes. Well, you only, in 20 minutes, you only have time to talk music. I was like, okay, that's where we're going to be different. We're going to give people 60 minutes, up to 60 minutes. And we're going to allow them to tell parts of their story so we can dig a little deeper into their story, into their life, into their music, so that people can get to know them on a personal level. And that's why we came up with the tagline, Up Close and Personal. Hmm. That's a good one. So that's. So that's kind of how we came up with the whole show thing. Because again, I wanted to be different, and I found a way to be different that nobody's really doing. I mean, most people, like I said, they're giving 20, 25 minutes to artists. And I, we, we just figured, you know what, let's give them – now, granted, it's cost us a little bit because some of the bigger artists won't do 60 minutes. So we've had to cut for some of those down to 30 minutes for them – you know, but when, as soon as as soon as PR companies see 60 Minutes, we're, sometimes we all we get turned down immediately because of that.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Oh, wow, well that's oh, about people not out there.
4: PR companies. Yeah, well yeah, you know how free. they are—they're afraid you're going to dig a little too deep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 that's something that we have realized is, is yes, yeah, some people are scared, and, and I think that's why a lot of hosts don't go deep because they're scared of what the audience may say or might not say. I, I think the opposite. I think when the deeper you go, the more it connects to the people anyway. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, also, I mean, sometimes an artist should kind of remain mysterious a little bit.
0: Like yesterday, we had an artist on, and it went a whole different route than I planned, but, I again, I allow the artist to kind of lead. And because I went through 19 years of addictions, he's went through years of addictions. Well, we talked a lot about addictions because that's his, well, that's his what, passion now. I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. Well, 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 I went
0: – well, drugs and alcohol for 19 years <laughs> until 13 – well, I've done, you know, mostly like speed type drugs, but I have done crack, cocaine, all that, you know. But most it was it's mostly alcohol and speed type pills I popped a lot through the years. And you know, and December twenty sixth will be thirteen years sober. so. congratulations! You're not
3: you're completely sober. No, no beers,
0: nothing. No, nothing. Oh wow! <clears throat> well, congratulations. And I owe a lot to God. I owe a lot to my wife because she – the first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her. But, you know, she never put me down. She never nagged me. She never did any of that. She loved me through the addictions. And, you know, sometimes when we tell our story, some people will kind of mock it and say, oh, she allowed you to walk over her. And I'm like, no, she allowed me to experience God's pure love through her because, again, the pure love that she had in her heart – was I think the only thing that would have ever changed me.
5: That's one of the hard things about addiction is sometimes if the person isn't ready, you know, you just have to wait for them to walk through that walk through the door when they're ready, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But I've I've had zero desire in thirteen year, in almost thirteen years of for anything. Awesome. <clears throat> and I talk a lot about that That's on this show. Because again, you know, I, I, you know, we have a platform here, and and you know, and, and there's a lot of drugs and alcohol in the entertainment industry, so I don't have a problem talking about that because I think it's important to talk about. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, as we come to a close here, um, tell everybody how they can reach out to y'all.
3: Oh, uh, great! So we. Um, I guess you could reach out to us on all social media. Our handle is at Fire Tiger Band. Um, you can just Google Fire Tiger. Um, our most popular songs are Energy, and our current most popular song is So Many Fishes that you played today. Um, and our website is FireTigerMusic.com. dot com.
0: Love that. You know, and you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Those yeah, thank you. yeah thank
3: thanks you so much for having us. Thanks for having us.
0: We really appreciate talking it. To you. Same here, and y'all have a great day today. Thanks, you, you too. too. It was such
3: you a pleasure. Too. You too, Chris. Bye. All right. Sandy. Bye. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, guys.